0: the truth. Thank you.
1: I'm Jim Price. The Jim Price Show daily update. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. It is August 11th. I'm sorry, August 11th, September 11th, 2023. It is a Monday. Thank you guys so much for being here. I apologize for the uh, not having a show Friday, but you guys knew I was be traveling to Dallas for the Doctor Artist event there and other things as well. So, guys, thank you for being here. I do have a special guest with me. Um, can you go ahead and uh, introduce yourself?
0: Sure. I'm Adam Gillette with Accuracy in Media.
1: Hey, uh, so Adam, uh, uh, how do we find you? How do we get, let's just get started there, the best way to, to see, uh, get a hold of you.
0: Yeah, our website is aim.org, aim.org, and we're active on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, even TikTok, releasing videos of hidden camera investigative journalism from around the country.
1: Oh, very good. All right, so uh, the floor is yours. Uh, tell us what you have going on.
0: Well, we've investigated over 250 school districts across the country with hidden cameras. And we don't go to Berkeley, California, or Boulder, Colorado. We go to the red districts in red cities, in red states. And what we find again and again is that these highly paid school administrators are lying to parents, deceiving parents, oftentimes breaking laws in order to push the radical principles associated with critical race theory into the minds of children. It's outright propaganda.
1: Absolutely. Uh, well, OK, so like I live here in Kansas and I know that we are an absolute uh we're, we are an absolute dark blue state here, even though we say we have a supermajority override uh, House and Senate Republican, uh, we do not have the ability to get rid of abortions in our state. So it shows us that we do not have the will to do the right thing. What are you finding out in these strongholds are supposedly the ones that we're all supposed to count on the, the Republican states?
0: Well, people want to believe that their local school district is the good one. You know, they know there are problems with education as a whole, but they want to think that their school district is great. It's kind of like how they view Congress as a whole. Congress is incredibly unpopular, but like 95 percent of incumbents get reelected because people want to assume that theirs is the good one. Well, we meet with these administrators with hidden cameras, and they brag to us about how they use social and emotional learning to push the principles associated with critical race theory. They brag to us about how they change the terms instead of calling it you know, white privilege. They call it circumstance, and they use that as the way to teach children that they are either oppressors or oppressed. I don't know which is worse. We even find out that they also do something where they sign up for a classroom curriculum service called Newzella. Now, if your child was assigned in a reading assignment as homework and they had to read you know, the Southern Poverty Law Center or the New York Times 1619 Project or radically Marxist history from the Marxist historian Howard Zinn, you'd be outraged. Well, instead, these school districts sign up for Newsela, and Newsela partners with all those groups I just mentioned. So instead, your, your child gets sent home with an assignment to read Newsela but it's literally just content from the 1619 project and you're none the wiser.
1: Wow. For you now. So how did you get started in all this?
0: Well, we've been doing hidden camera investigative journalism for some time at our organization. Accuracy Media was founded way back in 1969. I've been, you know, an advocate for limited government my whole life. Previously, I was a vice president of Project Veritas. Before that, I launched the Florida chapter of Americans for Prosperity, defeated hundreds of millions of dollars of tax increases, pushed by Republicans. And, you know, I always say I like that police officers wear body cams. It's good for them. It's good for the public. And I'd love it if politicians wore body cams. The next best thing is a hidden camera investigative journalist.
1: Oh, absolutely. Wouldn't that be amazing if we actually knew what their hearts were really saying when they didn't think anybody was watching? I think a lot of times a, a man can be defined by who, how, what he does when no one is watching, and that would, that would uh, support what you just said there, correct?
0: Yeah, that's right. And these politicians, we have a right to know what they're up to. These bureaucrats, we have a right to know what they're up to. And the problem is, the danger is, once we find out what they're up to, I mean, it's pretty gosh darn outrageous. You know, we were in Columbus, Ohio, another red state, where one equity officer who's compensated nearly a quarter million dollars annually for a non-classroom position bragged to us about all the different ways in which he deceives parents. For example, one parent called and said, I'm worried about a book I saw on your district website. He asked what book it was, and it was the Anti-Racist Handbook by Ibrahim X. Kendi. And the uh, equity officer said, is that your only issue? The picture of the book and the website? And the parent said, yes. And he said, no problem. I'll have that picture removed today. And he told us, I did remove that picture. That book's still on our library, though. That's the kind of stuff we're dealing with each and every day. And the solution isn't to ban critical race theory or ban the things you don't like in public education, because these people, these equity officers, these administrators brag about ignoring the law. The solution is universal school choice. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Well, so when you think about what you're just saying there, this is them gaslighting you, right? This is them actually deflecting or redirecting away from what was actually the question or what was the answer to say, oh, well, everything's fine, and then you find out it really isn't. So this is the kind of stuff you would expect out of a three-year-old who doesn't understand cause and effect, not a college-educated quarter-million-dollar empl- public employee, which is a public servant, Uh, It's kind of amazing that they're able to gaslight us like that, and then we just accepted. I thought we were in a constitutional republic that they were our public servants and we are the ones who own all of the political power.
0: Yeah, it's pretty clear that these people don't view themselves as servants of the public, but rather rulers of the public. Mm -hmm. And they don't do what they do because they are evil, one-dimensional Bond villains. They do it because they think they know better than you, and they think they're acting in your child's best interest. It's like a religion to people. If that they, they're doing God's work if they believe in God by lying to parents and pushing these ideas into the minds of young children. Mm-hmm. The problem, of course, is that U.S.I. would argue that the, these children are products of their family. They don't belong to the state. They don't belong to the government. This isn't communist Cuba, where they take their children away and send them to propaganda camp. This is America. They're supposed to be public service. They shouldn't be lying to parents, but I'm telling you, I don't care how ring your district is, that stuff is happening pretty much anywhere we go. I was gonna bring one, lot or even the Trump I'm no, sorry, Trump over Biden County in rural Tennessee, were an administrator brag to us about how progressive their curriculum was from an equity exactly in front of you. That's what we're doing.
1: Your phone got a little uh looks like you got a little bit of out of your signal there a little bit. We caught most of everything you're saying. The sad part of this is, is that the your conversations you're having, this is telling me that they don't understand what a constitutional republic is. They believe that they're tyrannical in a democracy, which is a public leadership form, not a public servant form. Uh, real quick, while we're still in the middle of the conversation, tell people how they can find you so we just kind of keep people in the loop of what you're doing here.
0: Yeah, our website. All of our investigation videos are on aim.org, a i m dot org. You could find them on our YouTube channel, on our Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram, even TikTok. And we are releasing a major hidden camera investigation in public education in Texas in the next few weeks.
1: Wow. Okay. So, what is the you know we're we're in September. Uh, school has already started. School board elections happened a year ago, or maybe happening this fall. What can we do as the local people to kind of get involved in what you're doing or to mimic or mirror what you're doing as well?
0: Well, what I would recommend is we have on our website, aim.org, we've got a parent's guide where you can find out and look and find out ways to uncover what's happening in your child's schools. You can learn about things like how they use social and emotional learning to push critical race theory. You can learn about what New Zealand is and how to, you should check your uh, child's content because you may not live in a state where they're going to be able to enact universal school choice. I, gosh, I hope everybody could, but people need to realize that because because they believe in a red community doesn't mean that this sort of thing isn't happening. In fact, we most commonly find it in the red communities in wealthy affluent suburbs, even in rural areas, we find this stuff again and again and again. So what you need to do is get involved in your child's school. If you can't get them the heck out of traditional public education, find out if they have equity officers, find out if they're using New and find out what the social and emotional learning program looks like.
1: Yeah. Well, when you talk about the local, you know, supposedly conservative, affluent neighborhoods, they def- too many times we've defaulted uh, our judgment or our calls to other people because we think that they think like us. I talked about it on my radio show midday today that I was telling about, like I, I see this as a problem that, you know, um, my perspective and perception is different than a lot of other people's, and that means the angle in which I look at it and the thought process in which I process that information. And the sad part of it is, is that there's a lot of people out there who truly believe that what they're doing is is God's work. They really believe that showing a child anal sex in first grade is part of you know opening them up to a world they haven't discovered yet, which is obviously true. But they think it makes the world a better place, and yet they're only there for p's and q's and and uh, i uh, dot and I's and cross and t's and and the uh, math of things. Why is it that we have? watched a a school system turn into an indoctrination system.
0: Well, it's because look who goes into the school systems generally, and look who they hire generally. We just assume that these people are doing right by us, but when we're not looking, they take our money, and they use it to hire equity officers. You know, we endlessly hear public education needs more money. Public education needs more money. We'll look at how they spend the money that we give them. I'll give you one example. Fort Worth, Texas, which is one of over 20 school districts in the Fort Worth metropolitan area, I'm sorry, Fort Worth ISD, it's one of 22 school districts in the Fort Worth metropolitan area. They have a dozen full time staffers on their equity team. That's a dozen. Full-time, non-classroom positions, not teaching people, not teaching reading, writing, and arithmetic, just pushing the radical principles associated with critical race theory into public education. And that's Texas. We need to look and see how they're spending our money. Anytime they come and tell you we need more money for public education, you need to ask them how many equity officers are on the payroll and why. Yeah.
1: Well, I know that here in Wichita Public Schools that they have a multitude, and I'm saying a multitude, it's more than one individual, working at the resource building or resource office for the district, which means that these are teachers who have full medical benefits, full retirement, receive a full paycheck to go cut construction paper for other teachers, maybe do some copying, maybe doing this and that, because they're not allowed to have contact with children anymore because they have done something uh, as in a sexual offense towards children, but yet we're still paying them because they're tenured staff. So this is a problem for us when we have unions, you know, the teachers' union, the, the NEA, the National Education Association, when we see those people out there pushing for tenure, pushing to keep these people who could, should not keep a job or should not even be doing fast food, but they're making... Tens of thousands a year, if not hundreds of thousands of years as educators, but yet never educating. So you're paying into this education system that is financing people who cannot have contact with children. This is the kind of stuff that's going on in real time, and I know it's happening here in Wichita. I don't know about other districts personally, but I do know what happens. And yet we don't have accountability for this. Why don't we have that list public? Why don't we have those people on notice? Why are they still receiving a paycheck from an education system that they can't work in?
0: Well, the real problem, as I said, is everybody wants to believe the best in their local schools. Sure, there are problems elsewhere, but I met my kids' principal and their superintendent and teacher, and they seem like swell people. We should give them more funding. Well, I met those same people, but I did it with a hidden camera, and they bragged to me about how they lie to you. We've got to come and realize now that that public education in America in 2023 is in crisis. If you've got a child in traditional public schools, and if you have an opportunity to do so, get them the heck out of traditional public education. Because as the parent, they view you as the enemy. I don't care how Republican your district is. As I said, we find this stuff state after state, county after county, Republican area after Republican area. They are devoted. Like you said, it's like a religion to making sure that your children primarily learn about diversity equity inclusion about white privilege have them do tactics like privilege walks so they can learn who's an oppressor and who's oppressed and that's throughout the country and you're right we see this throughout the country too what they call in new york rubber rooms where they pay people who they can't fire Teachers who are molesting children and doing horrible things should probably be locked up. Mm-hmm. They just simply pay them to sit behind closed doors and play around on their computer all day long. Next time they tell you they need more money for public education, ask them how many people they're paying to not do anything.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. And that's a sad part of our society that we obviously protect all the wrong people. And then we incarcerate people for administrative crimes, but we can't incarcerate people who have physically touched someone else and yet that's a, that's, that we can't have that conversation, we can't be honest about it, and then shame on us for not being better sentinels of our freedom and liberties. Um, what are what some of the major uh, things coming up for you guys? What are some events or uh, milestones you guys are getting ready to tackle?
0: Well, we just released a video about Nuzella, which is that classroom curriculum service they use to push the 1619 project in states where it's illegal. To teach the 1619 Project. Wow. This week, we're going to be releasing a hidden camera video from a superintendent in Indiana who blew the whistle on social and emotional learning. He explained how some districts use SEL in a, a quote-unquote normal sense to basically play, you know, pop psychiatrist to children, which honestly, I think is bad enough. These educators can't teach reading, writing, and arithmetic. I don't know that they're qualified to play psychiatrist to third graders, right. but anyway, he explained how Other districts take social and emotional learning and use it as an opportunity to push radically progressive politics with both critical race theory and LGBTQ content in it. We'll be releasing that video this week, and then we're going to be releasing videos in the next few weeks about Positive Behavioral Information Services, PBIS. It's a federally funded program where, if you go to their website, amongst other things, they teach teachers how to evade state CRT bans. Literally our federal tax dollars are funding a program where we teach teachers how to break state law. It's outrageous. And they partner with pretty much every department of education in the country. I bet the department of education in Kansas partners with PBIS. They probably have it on the department of education website right now. And it's a group. It's a program that uses your tax dollars to teach teachers how to break the law. Wow.
1: Well, what are, what are some of the things that you think we could do as citizens? I mean, you, you talk about pulling our kids out. I mean, my, my youngest is 28 now. I'm 52. Uh, if I were to have a kid today, obviously, I'm not going to get the government chemicals. Obviously, I'm, I'm going to do it at home birth. Obviously, I'm not going to educate them with the educational process of public schools. Uh, what else can we do besides boycotting taxes, uh, saying we're not going to put up with this anymore? What, what are the things that you guys are doing, or what can people join in on?
0: Sure, we have an action alert on our webpage and under all of our hidden camera videos where you could send one message that goes to all of your elected officials demanding school choice, universal school choice. As Corey DeAngelis always brilliantly puts it, we should be funding students, not systems. We should treat education the way that we treat food stamps. We don't tell you you're going to have to buy your groceries at this geographically uh, defined grocery store. We give you the funds and let you go make your own decision. That's how education should be treated. And the biggest obstacle to school choice that we see in states like Kansas is, in fact, rural Republicans, because the biggest employer in many rural Republican districts are K-12 through 12 education. So your state reps and your state senators, they don't want to support school choice because to them, well, that's the biggest employer. Public education is the biggest employer in our district. Well, we have to decide. Does public education exist to create jobs, or does it exist to educate the public? I would hope the latter.
1: Right. Well, and I will tell you this. I was married uh, into the school system, and I experienced it exponentially because I had a deaf daughter. Um, My wife got sick while she was pregnant. And uh, I learned the backside of education system, and I've known about this. My, My daughter is now in her 30s, and I will tell you I knew back 30 years ago that we have a, an industry that doesn't produce widgets. They have no idea how to produce anything, so there is no accountability. There's no checks and balances. If you don't produce 100 widgets a day, nobody notices. Nobody notices that a child is either lacking in education, lacking in social skills, or being mind-manipulated because we don't track it. We just turn them into these schools thinking, oh, the yellow school bus is safe. Oh, the PE teacher is safe. Oh, the principal is safe. The education Finding out not only from the education, which is complete lie, the history is a lie, the, the government chemicals they're putting in these kids is a lie, the fact that they're willfully putting in chemically altering drugs that will alter the hormone stability of a child, then they're telling them that their their dingling or their vagina doesn't belong on them, it belongs on somebody else. I mean, this we have we have not stood a sentinel, we have not been good sentinels, we have not stood a post, and yet we wonder how this happened. Well, we were never guards, we were never there to hold them accountable. And if we do have public servants, we have to do our part by holding them accountable and getting involved. Uh, One more time. Where's that website we can find you at? Did I lose you? Oh, looks like I lost you. All right. Well, we're going to continue on. I'm not sure what happened there. It sounded like he was having a hard time with his audio as well. But uh, anyway, let's see here. Randy Barber called. Oh, hey, Randy. How's it going? (laughs) I'm on another call, partner. Um. So I'm not really sure why my phone uh went ahead and canceled that. Um. Hopefully he's going to come back, but maybe not. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna to that later. All right. Well, that was uh, Adam Gillette. He was on, and I apologize for losing the call so soon. Um. But anyway, I was hoping that we were going to be able to go a little bit longer than that. Uh, as we go through this thing, think about these guys. We have an absolute machine that is literally destroying the children in our future of our country. You wonder why there isn't patriotism. You wonder why there's not God in country. You wonder why there's not fathers in the home. Because they're telling children that parents are the enemy. And imagine why would you want to have children in the future if you g- know that you're going to be the enemy of those children. You're setting up a cycle, an unbreakable cycle that people won't understand how to break by Basically not reproducing because why would you want to be held accountable or something that a teacher obviously just makes up while they're sitting there in the middle of the day? Not educating, not worrying about, you know, the the actual wellness of the child, but actually going in and manipulating and doing those things. So shame on these people for doing that. And, um, oh, wait. Okay, let's see here. Also, uh, oh is, my, my, is that better? Let me turn mine back up. Is that better? Uh, okay, so anyway, I guess just going bring the well, I don't need to bring the mic in closer. I think it should be close enough, isn't it? I think I got everything turned on. Okay. Uh, is that any better like that at all? You guys got anything? Is that better? Alright. Um, I don't know what happened. Can't hear you, Jim. Your audio is real weak. Says Vince. No. Okay, what happened here? why did I lose audio? Shows I'm putting out audio through everything else.
0: and how about now you guys getting me now? There we go. That I think we got us back to
1: our regular How about now guys you guys got me? Hello? Got an audio cracked up since uh, okay There we go. You guys got me. All right uh, Vince says yes And here we go. So I appreciate that. Thank you, Carrie Heiserman and Carrie uh, Cameron good to see you Thank you so much be here Rebecca Wells. Thank you so much uh, Vince good to see you appreciate you guys being here a part of the show so, um, again, the whole, the whole education system, guys, uh, we were not good sentinels. We didn't do our part, so we wonder why things are the way they are. Well, we deserve what we get. We didn't do anything. Here's the thing, guys. You threw money down a hole, and then you're like, um, hey, make sure that you guys do a good job with that. And that was it. Like you guys didn't go any further than that. You guys didn't go down and and, and protest or you know double check or count. I mean, when your kids, when you're hearing about kids coming out of, um, when you hear your kids coming out of these, uh, what do you call it? Education systems, these these institutions. When we think about the uh, the whole idea of uh, one more brick in the wall, the the, the Pink Floyd song. Sorry, I was reading a couple of your comments. while so I was trying to think about all this stuff. I was putting in my head here. Uh, we're just one more brick in the wall, one more thing to, to do here. Now, let me show you an g- example of a January 6th moment where insurrection, which is, you know, impeding the function of Congress. Let me show you what that really looks like. I'm going to go ahead and pull this in here and let you guys see. This is what we, this is what everybody tells you uh, that, you know, J6ers are the problem. This is, you know, they're the, they're the issue, this and that. Uh, here's a little example of, where J6ers really don't seem to be as big a problem as this. This is Kevin McCarthy's office. He is the Speaker of the House. Uh, This is his office number, 2468. Okay, so guys, I don't know what uh, stopping the function of Congress looks like, but it seems to be that's what that is. See, this is the problem, guys. It depends on whether it fits the narrative of those that want to keep us fighting and keep us destructive and keep us unchecked. Do you know what January 6th was? A million people showing up to Washington, D.C. By the way, by the way, we still have – Oh, uh, looks like we got Adam back here. I guess we can finish up that conversation with him. Uh, yes, okay, all right, let's just – Adam, are
0: you there? Yes. Yes. Can you hear me?
1: Yeah, I got you. Go ahead. Are you there? I'm
0: sorry. We have uh, really bad uh, thunderstorms here right now. I lost track of where we were.
1: Uh, That's okay. I was just going to ask you what the website was. Uh, So we had just gone through talking about uh, how to take care of things and what things were like in the school system, what we could do in the future. Then I was asking you what the website was again so we could be able to track your website. And uh, then we were going to close out the conversation unless you want to continue.
0: No, that's good. I'll jump uh, in right now. Yeah, our website is aim.org, aim.org We'll be releasing all of our new hidden camera investigations into public education on that site, as well as letting, you know, uh, letting parents know what they can do to hold their educators accountable.
1: So this is Accuracy in Media, and, uh, and this is – so did, now when did you start this uh, site, or when did you start this organization?
0: Sure. It was founded in 1969 by Reed Irvine. I became the president of the organization about 50 years later in 2019.
1: Wow. So it's been around a couple days, huh?
0: Yeah, just a little bit. You know, we were founded in response to the horribly biased and inaccurate coverage of the Vietnam War. And regardless of what people think about the Vietnam War, we all deserve to know accurately what's happening in, the, in a conflict, what's happening in war. When, you know, something like that is uh, going on, more than ever, we need information out of the media. And when instead we get misinformation, that's a major problem. And I think it's even worse today on so many levels. People think they're informed because they pay attention to the mainstream media. Well, the more you watch them, the more you're misinformed. And instead these days, because we have really a fragmented media landscape, people just tune into whatever outlet tells them what they want to hear.
1: Yeah. Well, and the sad part of it is is we don't want to have to admit that we were wrong. We don't want to have to admit that our public schools that we've been paying trillions of dollars into uh, over the last century or so – that uh, it was all for naught. It was all wasted money. It was not something that we should have been participating in, and we don't want to be wrong. So admitting that we're wrong is, is a human nature thing. That's where ego comes in. Um, so what are s- I know we t- we're talking about the education stuff that you're getting ready to release. Is there any other projects that you see coming up that we might want to watch out for?
0: Well, we're also holding horribly behaving college students accountable. For example, at Stanford Law, a group of students shouted down a federal judge who was speaking on campus. You might recall that happening. The dean of diversity, equity, and inclusion joined in with them and took the stage and uh, shouted down essentially the judge. One of the protesters even shouted at the judge, I hope your daughters get raped. Well, we don't like that. Similarly, Riley Gaines went to speak, the swimmer. She went to speak at San Francisco State about a week later about how she thinks women's sports should only consist of biological women. In response, protesters shouted her down. Police had to barricade her for an hour and a half. And ultimately, she was punched in the face by a man in a dress. Well, we don't like that sort of thing. And what we've decided is these students who do this kind of bad behavior, we find their names because they don't want anybody to know who did what they did. They're ashamed of themselves. We put their names and their pictures on the side of a mobile billboard, which we send to their campus. Then we buy the domain names associated with them. So, you know, we buy AdamGlett.com, just as an example, if, if I was one of the poorly behaving students. And we set up a profile page explaining what that student did. We also sent a billboard to mom and dad's house when you're on spring break so that they can explain to their neighbors why their kid went off to Stanford Law and shouted, I hope your daughters get raped at a federal judge. Wow. Then we worked with search engine optimization experts to make sure that anybody who Googles you finds out pretty clearly, either from the first search result or the third search result, exactly what you did to that federal judge or to Riley Gaines, the swimmer so that they can make kind of an informed decision if they go to hire you in the future. And we've kind of done a perfect concept since that. When Riley Gaines went to speak at SUNY Buffalo, we sent a mobile billboard ahead of time, warning students to behave and letting them know what the consequences would be if they didn't. Well, lo and behold, her speech went off without a hitch. There was no violence. There were perfectly fine, peaceful protests outside, and free speech was respected. I want to replicate that on every college campus in the country with every group of badly behaving mini tyrants.
1: Wow. Well, and th- th- think about those things that you're you're having to do to really basically create accountability, which is you know self discernment, self governance, right? And I guess obviously as a country, because we move fathers out of the home, we don't do self governance. We don't do those kind of things anymore to show children how to what the no what no means and what it means to actually make decisions that don't destroy the world around you uh what other i mean this is i'm really kind of fascinated by all this because i i think what you're you're doing here is is a service and uh it doesn't sound like a service that the pharmaceutical companies and craft cheese wants to sponsor so obviously you're on the other side of the establishment uh how are you guys able to keep everything going do you have uh, donors and and things like that to keep the lights on or how does that work for you guys
0: Sure, We are, of course, a nonprofit organization. We're a 501c3 tax-deductible charity. Uh So if you would like to support our work, you know, again, our website is aimed.org. All donations are tax-deductible. We are lean and mean. We have no office, no brick-and-mortar location, no expensive production facilities for our videos. Our fundraising goes directly into our programs and directly into putting frowns on the faces of bad people like those mini tyrants on college campuses.
1: Absolutely. Well, it's a sad, sad state that we have to actually go this far to get away from evil. It seems like they really want to make sure that uh, they seek us out, and I wish that that wasn't the case, especially when it comes to children who are very impressionable. Some of the most amazing times I had with my children were, were they were under the age of 7, but now we know at the age of 4 and 5, 6 and 7, they're showing them how to masturbate publicly in front of other people. I don't know what we're setting up for a trend in the future but it doesn't look like a society that actually knows how to respect one another's personal space or each other's opinion. Because, obviously, it doesn't matter what my opinion is. Only what this DEI or DIA or whatever, whatever this stupid acronym. I, I, I loathe acronyms, by the way. They really just drive me absolutely crazy. Um, but this DI I, I, I quit eating Jesus chicken because of it. I, I, they, they, or, they, they hired themselves a vice president of diversity, equity, and inclusion. And I quit going to Chick-fil-A. I mean, I'm drawing the line, and I'm voting with my money.
0: Well, you know, what I would say is more powerful than that, and obviously, you know, vote with your money anytime you want. But more powerful than that, I think, is taking action against the people who can be influenced. We go after corporations a lot when they behave poorly, but the key is to go after the decision-makers who have never had to face any repercussions for their actions. And the local – as a result, it doesn't really matter, and that's not really the target. The decision-makers are the targets you want to hit. So, for example, when we go after a business or we go after a university, a university, we hit up the board of trustees. These are people who are not expecting to get any kind of pressure. So at Stanford Law, they have the founder of Zillow as one of their board of trustees. Instead of complaining to the leftist president of Stanford Law, who is only going to dig in his heels if we go after him, we went after the people who got influence with him, like – the Board of Trustees member who founded Zillow. And then they lean on the president for us, and lo and behold, that dean of diversity, equity, and inclusion, Tyrion Steinbeck from Stanford Law, she's now out of a job. She was fired. And by the way, we own tyrionsteinbeck.com. Uh, you were able to send an actual alert message on our webpage of her name to call for her to be fired, and that was pretty effective. Similarly, going after these businesses, the move is to hit up the Board of Trustees with emails and phone calls because those folks just aren't used to it so that's what we do. We target them directly with emails, phone calls, and occasionally a mobile billboard at their home. Very good.
1: Well, thank you so much for calling in. And uh, if you have any other updates or anything's coming out, uh, obviously get a hold of me and then send me the link to your video coming out so that I can publish it on my pages as well. And you guys can get some more traction that way.
0: Oh, gosh, I appreciate it. Thank you so much, and thank you really for having me.
1: Yeah, definitely, sir. Anytime you need anything, any updates you want to do, uh, just get a hold of us again. Uh, We can Zoom call you in or whatever you'd like to do to be able to have you a part of the show, and uh, we'll have you on and uh, bring us all the good news of the victories you're having out there. I think you're doing great work, and stay on top of it.
0: Oh, brilliant. Thank you so much.
1: All right. We'll talk to you soon. Uh, guys, give me a second here. Let me see if I can get this tuned back up because obviously this phone call thing is not working the way I was hoping it to do. Oh, wait, there it's back. Can you hear guys hear me again?
0: Uh, let me do this real quick. Let me turn it back off again.
1: Oh, come on. There it goes. All right, now we're back. Okay, back to back to business. Okay, so sorry about that. Had to wait for everything to talk to itself again. All right, guys. Well, again, this is the the world we live in where we're going back and forth on this whole thing of we're not being the right people at the right time, might not be in the right sentinels. And so anyway, here we go. Nothing like, <laughs> nothing on the mic tap. Are we good now? You guys got you guys, right? Hello? Hello? Uh, You turned... Is it back on? it back on? Why is this doing this?
0: How about now? You guys got me now? Hello hello,
1: people. good, good, five all, all right.. <laughs> okay, we're gonna try it again. So anyway, as we go down through this whole thing, we understand that we're not being good sentinels. We know that these are things that we need to work on, so we got to be better about it, right? So that's a big thing for us. Um, so just think about what we got to do, think about the people we got to be. I appreciate that. I'm gonna go ahead and ru- I wanted you guys to see Mr. Uh, Mr. P- uh, in Chief doing his uh, doing as usual stupid stuff he does let's see what he has to say on this one this ought to be good he seems i mean he's always good for a good sound bite here we go
0: to renew our sacred vow never forget never forget we never forget each of us each of those precious lives stolen too soon when evil attacked brown zero in new york and I remember standing there the next day and looking at the building. I felt like I was looking through the gates of hell. It looked so devastating because the way you could, the way from where you could stand. To renew our sacred.
1: Um, he's a liar. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, you guys know that this, this whole thing is just an absolute mess, Right. They got us to emotionally celebrate because how dare you say anything about 9-11 that's not, you know, bleeding heart, tears, the whole thing. Hey, guys, I've cried a 1,000 tears for 9-11. I was volunteering my construction equipment to 9-11. I got on the call and talked to the port authority and said I would bring, bring my equipment the next day on nine twelve. I was calling on 9-11. I was calling at 9, on 9-12 that I would bring my construction equipment with me and as my guys to go there and help the cleanup. Guys, if you guys think that I wasn't participating and wasn't emotionally wound up, you're, I mean, I, I was. I was there. But here's what I what I will tell you. I went to 9 11. I went to the I went to the in 2016, which I know that's a couple days after it happened, but I, that was when I was able to get there 15 years later. And I went down into the museum, and when I saw the steel, and I saw the cut marks on the steel. And I saw how things were actually, what it looked like. As an engineer, I was lied to. Absolutely, full stop, a lied to. And I want to see if I can take the time here real quick while we've got this this, uh, this moment here. And I'm going to go back. And I'm going to see if I can get to, uh, let's do years. Go back to a year, 2016. See, in 2016, I went to D.C. And... When I told you I went to D.C. and I changed my mind about what I thought I saw, what I thought I understood. What the greatest catalyst for that was, was the founder's wall. And um, let me see if I can find, why am I not finding the picture, man? You guys better not have erased it out of my stuff. Because there's a lot of stuff that I keep finding that uh, they have done to... uh, in my in my in my phone, so uh, come on. Where did it go? That is so crazy. Let me get you this. I want to show you guys this founders wall on nine eleven, and this was where, for me, it was a. It was over. That was I was no longer willing to say that I was a fan or what I believe that nine eleven was a terrorist attack. And then, like I said, it happened to me. Like, where is that at? Oh my gosh! It's not in my. It's not in here. Wow! Oh, you jerks! Oh, you jerks! All right, let me do this. Um, just in real time, you guys watched me look, and I was not able to find. Uh, the picture I wanted to find, and that is kind of scary, because I keep going in and I keep looking for certain pictures, and this is this is a set of those that <sighs> they're just not there. Okay, let's do this. I want just sh- I want to show you the founders wall because I think you guys will see the same thing I am seeing when you see it. I always like this too. By the way, I have to put in my own phone contacts. I have to put in um, I have to put in my whole name in my own context not just in Facebook or anything else in my own context I have to spell out my own name Guys this is happens on Facebook it happens on it's just the amount of suppression that I I, I have to live under is breathtaking Okay let me do this here and that you got that let me show you this real quick guys. I apologize. You gotta give me a here a second. I obviously had a problem. Uh that's not it there. And let's see. And that's that one I wanted there. Uh, where does it where can I find that at? Huh, that's really weird. I can't even get a hold of I can't even get to it in Safari. Safari is giving me a trouble on that. Okay. Sorry, guys, I'm just, I'm really kind of dumbfounded by this whole thing here. It's absolutely breathtaking to watch this happen in real time. Absolutely breathtaking. (sighs) I added the photo to my, it's not wanting to add the photo to my photos. Like right now, I'm looking at my photos and it won't sync it into it. View. All right. Why is this not doing it? I am just floored by this. Unbelievable. All right. Well, I guess I'm going to move on from it. I can't get this thing to react right or whatever. So, well, maybe I can get this to do it for you. Let's do this. Oh, hi, Daisy. How are you? I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah, she's. It's okay. I know. All right. Let's do this. I can do this here. I got it right here. Let's do it like this. This is what I saw when I saw the Founders Wall. Okay. This is what I've been trying to get to. Founders. The Star, Cor- uh, Star Foundation. Bank of America. Bloomberg Phil- uh, Philan- uh, Philanthropies. Deutsche Bank. German Bank. Deutsche Bank. J.P. Morgan Chase. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and Company. And Company, David Rockefeller, American Express, American International Group Company, M Y M N Y Mellon, look that up. You guys won't be happy about that. Brookfield, Canton, Fitzgerald, City, you know, Citibank, Citicorp, Con Edison, the Goldman Sachs Foundation, and Verizon. Guys, you guys want to know how you're being screwed off, how you're being messed with? Well, that's how it happens, right there. That's what's really going on in the world around you. It's absolutely a mess. So, hey, Vince, good to see you. Thank you for being here. Uh, what do you think of the new, uh, new Mexican governor and the Second Amendment? She is uh, The thing is, guys, is that we, again, absolutely should be in full protest. We absolutely should be holding her accountable. And I don't know how these people are still alive. I know there are a lot of fragile people out there that really are on the edge of either suicide or just don't care or whatever it is. And these people still walk around killing and executing people and and sacrificing them to Moloch and Baal through world wars, through pandemics, through government chemicals, through food poisoning, through uh, the Agent Orange they're throwing in the sky. It's absolutely a mess, absolutely breathtaking to see that this is what we're dealing with all over again We know these people are evil. We know what's going on. And I appreciate the fact that we had the gentleman on today with Aim, that that was able to come in and talk about what he's doing with these uh, private cameras or these hidden cameras to hold these educators accountable. We have been loose and wild with our freedoms and liberties, and we should be the ones to stand uh, stand in the gap and say, no, 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 I'm not going to do that anymore. Nope, nope, nope. Ain't going to happen on my watch. We're not going to be those people and that should be what we all get behind, and we, we don't. We just sit around and twiddle our thumbs and hope for the best and wring our hands and say, oh, I sure hope they make good kids out of those. I sure hope they're doing a great job. It's not. They're not. And it's absolutely horrible. So just think about that. So that uh, why I want to think about the 9-11 stuff and why I want to think about the government uh, chemicals and why I want to talk about the you know the D-I, D-I, DEI uh, experts and all this other stuff, guys, because it's all absolutely interrelated. Absolutely interrelated. We have a war on our hands. We have been manipulated and torn apart. And we should be mindful not to participate in their machine anymore. We have to walk away. You can walk away. You could get away from these people. You don't have to live this life. You could create a parallel economy, but it takes effort. It takes will. And yes, you could go do your little job, but as soon as you leave that job, you're not part of the matrix. You're not part of the money stream. You take their money and turn it into what you want to. You take their time and you turn it into what you want to. You do what you want to do the way you want to do it, but we have to stand together. We have to be the difference makers. We cannot let this continue on. We, uh-huh, we, it's the constitutional republic way. That's how it's built. If they keep telling you that they're mad, they're mad because we're losing a democracy, then you should cheer. You should cheer with all of your might, with all of your voice, with all of your energy, with everything, all of your being. Because when you hear them saying, we are losing our democracy, then we are winning. See how that works? We win when we are not quiet. We win when we show them we are not going to kowtow or bend at the waist for these people whatsoever. I mean, this is absolutely unbelievable. We are the difference makers. Don't think of yourself differently. When you give away your power. Oh, by the way, guys, um, if you've been trying to get a hold of me, if there have been um, messages I have not responded to, Please do not think that I'm mad at anybody. I don't, I respond to everybody. I really do. Uh, my phone that I have is, I just today, is probably the first day that my phone is fully operational. I spent uh, going down to Dallas, I spent the five hours in the drive working on my, I'm on my phone trying to get this thing to turn on, to get itself to work. I ended up on the phone with Verizon uh, several times doing all – I mean, I just it was just over and over and over again. It was an absolute mess. Uh, but like I said, if you guys have communicated with me, if you guys have been trying to get a hold of me, uh, I know it sounds crazy that it seems like everything should sync up, but I had to go to a sync up because I was working with the beta program that they were using to develop the next uh, ISO I, was, I had to go clear back to May 21st for my last update. So I lost five months of contacts. Any new contacts I've had in the last five months, any new uh, emails, any new uh, text messages, any new pictures, Any? a lot of this. I mean, yes, they're in my laptop and in my tablet, but then they're not syncing to my phone yet. And I don't know why that is. I've tried working with them. They can't figure it out. Um, the devil inside the phone that says that, you know, everything's perfect well, everything I have been experiencing for the last literally week and a half now, I guess we're at a week and a half or a week and a few days. It's exhausting. Now honestly, do I, have I missed this phone? No. What I do know I'm sorry for is that I'm missing out on things I should be doing for work. Things I should be doing to to get, you know, keep things going on the show, getting guests on and those kind of things. So I will say that I am sorry that there are things that I am delayed on, and it is not your guys' issue. I'm not mad at anybody. Uh, I'm not ignoring anybody. That's not who I am. It's not what I am. But if you have tried to communicate and I haven't gotten back to you, maybe reach back out because I've only got about – I've only got – I mean, I, on my other – on my text threads, like even on my laptop here, I mean, I've got – probably a thousands of different text messages that, you know, people have started conversations. We've had conversations over the years, but like I said, the la- I don't even have those on here. I don't have the old conversations to go to, and then the fact that I had to, you know, I don't have contacts. It's just a mess, so. Uh, Carrie says, well, Jim, no retreat, no surrender. Oh, no retreat, no surrender, no fearlessness. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Carrie. I'm screwing it up for you. Let me try your statement here one more time. (laughs) Well said, Jim. Uh, No treat. No surrender. Be fearless. Get it in the field. Absolutely. Thank you for that, Carrie. You are inspirational. So that is awesome. Um, Guys, this is your country. This is your life. Let me do this for you. Okay. I don't care. Which part of this big blue marble you live on? I have people in Sweden and Germany and, and uh, Australia and all these other people who watch the show and they comment and stuff, and it's really great to have them. But I will tell you right now, I don't care where you are on Earth until you stand up for your freedom. I don't care if you're born in China. China can be free if the people stand up. And the people with the blue little shirts and the little badges, and we call them, you know, the policy officers. When they decide which side of the history they want to be on, that's when things change. The guys with the guns, yeah, you guys got to get a conscience. And I'm tired of it, man. I'm absolutely, I'm absolutely having a real crisis with you when people tell me I should respect the thin blue line, but you don't respect my Constitution. You don't defend my Constitution. You don't seek out answers for me. You don't seek out justice for me in ways that are the least, the least disruptive. The incarceration default in our justice system is absolutely a, a travesty. It's an assault to the liberty. It's an assault to the Republic. It should not happen. Should not happen. Ever. So be mindful of that, guys, that there's a lot of people out there that really have a lot of great decisions they can make. And they could be the hero in this story. They could be the real hero in this story and not the one that's fictitious, not the one that's propped up because they're the first responders and we just wildly support them. Why don't you be the first, uh, the, the, the first responder that we wildly support because you go out of your way to support us? No, I run into a building, Jimmy, and I put out fires. Again. Not that, not, that's your job. I, guys, I used to walk out on beams, you know, hundreds of feet above the ground, no safety belt, no cabling, no catch net, no, no straps, no nothing, no tether to do my job, but nobody sat there and clapped for me. Nobody says, oh, thank you construction worker for doing your job, for giving us shelter. Thank you for going out and designing these amazing buildings for us to be able to entertain ourselves and have children in and and raise our families and, oh, all this other great stuff. See, this is the sad part of it is, guys, that we got people in a little badge and a gun who would rather just shoot you, fill out a police report that they misfired their weapon, and move on with their life because they'd rather kill you than deal with you. And if you don't like my answer, then prove me wrong. Line them up all day long, the sheriffs, the police chiefs, the city manager, the city uh, 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 mayor, the the city council, line them all up, how they're defending my freedom according to the Constitution, and then I'll stop saying that. I know it hurts your feelings, but I, I have guys on here all the time. I have sheriffs on here all the time saying, hey, I'm doing my best. But we have to do this together, folks. We have to be the difference makers. We are the answer. So, all right, uh, circle back integrity. Yeah, circling back to integrity and uh, compassion. Wow, imagine that, being just a decent human being to each other. I don't know. That seems so novel, like we just invented the wheel. Come on, guys. All right. Well, for me, that is about it today, guys. Thank you so much for being here. It's been awesome having you guys as a part of the show. Any questions or comments? Jim Price at the Jim Price Show com is the email, or the Jim Price Show com is the website, guys. Guys, donate to the show as often as possible. You guys know I've got the price code, price coupon code for uh, your energy chips, for your pain chips that we've had on here from. Um, QE you know we have uh, we have a uh, life wave we've got root brands we've got the med beds we've got my pillow we've got dr artist we've got dr Sherwood we've got I mean we've got them all right so if you're out there looking for gold and silver if you're out there looking for answers guys we've been doing this since the dawn of time I was in this doing all these things before everybody else was and if you want me to run commercials every 10 minutes through my show I'll do it either that you guys start stepping up If I gotta go, I guess go get J and J to start, you know, sponsoring the Jim Price Show. Maybe, maybe Moderna will do it for me. Uh, See, the thing is, guys, where do I go to get my money to maintain this show? Where do I go to get it? I get it through the donations of you. And if you guys are generous, I keep going. If you guys get tight with your pockets and you keep, you know, saying, "Well, I gotta do this, I gotta do that," I don't keep going. It's that simple. And you go over there and you turn on your ESPN, you turn on your ABC News, you turn on your, your CNN, you go out there and you do all those things, and then you wonder why they succeed and I fail. It's not because of will, because I do give a crap and I am doing the best I can. But you guys have to pick with your, you know, vote with your money, pick winners and losers. Yeah, the government's been doing it for you a long time. Why don't you do it for yourself? All right, guys, let me, get, uh, let me get out of here and uh, let's do the closing, right? The 10% we do for a neighbor, community, city, county, state, the federal government, the more you do for them, the less they have to do for you. Learn how to be selfless and not so damn selfish. There will be a far, far better place. Remember, I hold the line. Do not give up. Do not give in. We will win. I promise. I don't make promises I can't keep. You've always been the answer. Remember, the Constitution limits the government, but never limits you. You are the answer. If you have a thin blue line member of your family, change my narrative change what I am saying, change the reasons I say what I say, take the words out of my mouth, and get integrity, honesty, and transparency, forthright truth from those that are our public servants. All right, guys, I'm gonna get out of here. Thank you guys so much for everything you guys are doing. Uh, I'm Jim Price the Jim Price Show Daily Update. You guys all be good to each other out there, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye.